Did the Minnesota Wild finally find a home for Kevin Fiala on the second line? Plus some interesting numbers that the Minnesota Wild have against Arizona over the last several matchups. And we look at some interesting comments by Dean Evason before the game. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we break down the Wild's 5-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes. What can we pull from the game? Can we pull anything from a win against such a team uh, in disarray as the Coyotes are? We talk about a couple of the angles here, uh, as well as looking at some interesting comments made by Dean Evason before the game in regards to a couple of former Wild players not on the roster this year. And we look ahead to the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that the Wild should be able to contend with, with Vegas missing several key pieces. So a busy show today. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering every team in the state of Minnesota and happy to be along with you for a Thursday edition of Lockdown Wild 5-2 win for the Wild against the Coyotes, and there really was never a doubt for the outcome in this game. Uh, The Coyotes basically got their only two goals on a couple of Wild mistakes. So the first was um, a a dumb turnover in the offensive zone, and Jonas Brodeen losing his footing on the ice which led to a breakaway chance for the Coyotes, which they were able to cash in. It made it at that point a 2-1 to game. And then with the score 5-1, to the Wilds get a 3-on-2 with Kevin Fiala passing to Ram Pitlick, and Pitlick not able to get a shot off. Uh, choosing not to shoot, uh, something happened uh, with Pitlick on that attempt. And uh, the Coyotes bring it back down the ice the other way. The Wild discombobulated behind the net and in front of the net. And uh, a pass right to the front of the net for a one-timer to make it 5-2 to two at that point. So uh, two goals for the Coyotes, both coming on Wild mistakes. This was never a close game as the Wild just thoroughly dominated in terms of uh, zone time and uh, time possessing the puck. I mean, they uh, they made the power play look super easy tonight. Penalty kill was effortless. And uh, really, you know, with Arizona in uh, as, as much of a uh, rough spot as they're in, uh, credit to the Wilds. Really the only thing that we need to take away from this game, I think, is credit to the Wild for taking care of business and not letting... Arizona hang around in this game to where maybe you win like five to four or something like that. Credit for the Wild for taking care of business from the get go and uh, and really making this one a laugher. Even though the final score says five to two, 
if not for two plays, the Wild win this one at least five to nothing, maybe more like six to nothing. And so um, don't let the final score fool you. Uh, this did not play like a three goal win for the Wild. It played like more than that. Uh, and so Wild took care of business. They're nine and three now on the season and uh, find themselves tied in the top of the Western Conference standings with the Edmonton Oilers. So a lot to take away, um, despite the fact that you really can't dwell on a game like this. Because I think it's safe to say, and yes, this was an Arizona team in which you hope that your top two lines can uh, just put this game away to where nobody else has to really worry about what's going on. I think it's safe to say after the last couple of games that I think we found Kevin Fiala's final landing spot uh, in terms of line mates because his line tonight, courtesy of our friend Brett Marshall, uh, the second line of Fiala, Erickson Eck, and Felino dominated at 5-on-5 five five time tonight with a 96.99 expected goals for percentage in nine minutes and second, uh, seven seconds of shared ice time. Um, I mean, it's it's the best of both worlds, I think, for um, Fiala to be paired up with a, a guy like Felino who has really started to uh, showcase his offensive talents. You've got Eric Sinek, who is uh, a good physical center, and uh, you've got Kevin Fiala who can just bring the speed and the burst for both of those guys. And it took a little while for us to kind of figure out who was going to go where. And, you know, Jordan Greenway came back in tonight's game. Credit to the Wild for not, credit to Dean Evison for not going right back to uh, the expected line combo with Greenway, Erickson Eck, and Felino. Credit to him for sticking with Kevin Fiala uh, because he is the right fit for that second line. And you saw each of those guys get a goal here tonight. We also saw the top line of Kirill Kaprizov, Freddie Goudreau, and Matt Zuccarello get in on the action. How about that power play between Zuccarello and Kaprizov where they're basically just playing hot potato with the puck and Kaprizov then is able to wedge it between the post uh, and the Coyotes goalie uh, for the power pl- the second power play goal. Um, just just unreal stuff from the uh, the top two lines for the Wild here tonight. And, you know, to further pivot off of that uh, that tweet from Brett, uh, again, friend of the show, Brett Marshall of the Sound the Foghorn podcast, mentioning that the uh, the third line of Duhame, Sturm, and Hartman, who was elite and great against the Islanders, uh, had an expected goals for percentage of just 8.17%. Uh, so uh, not a great night for them, but... You know, in a game like this against uh, a team like the Coyotes who are clearly overmatched, you hope that your your top two lines can get it done and um, and take the pressure off of everybody else. And that's exactly what happened here tonight. So interesting that maybe we have uh, found the home for Fiala with Felino and Erickson Eck. That will be worth monitoring because... If you could pull Fiala up to that line, and uh, then you can roll out your top two lines of Kaprizov, Goudreau, and uh, and Zuccarello, and then follow that up with Felino, Eriksenek, and Fiala, still get good production from that third line, and uh, and then kind of fill in the rest with a fourth line. Gets dicey for opponents to uh, to have to try to go up against this team offensively, 
And so it seems like we're starting to uh, to see this offense click a little more. Uh, those top guys starting to get it done a little bit more. And that's that's exciting uh, with what the Wild have coming up on the schedule here over the, uh, the next couple of weeks. So um, not a game that we really need to dissect, really, because everything looked good uh, tonight against the Coyotes. And so that's as far as we're going to leave it. The big thing to pull from the game is that uh, I think Kevin Fiala has found his uh, his second line home. And uh, so that bears watching here over the next handful of games. Uh, one thing that I did want to talk about a little bit more in depth were some comments made before the game by head coach Dean Evason in regards to a couple of former members of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, we'll talk about that and plenty more coming up next here on Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag is back and they are better than ever. They offer a new web interface for the start of the basketball season, plus more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, and again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. We continue to have great numbers on the show, so thank you to each and every one of you for listening to Locked on Wild every single day. Uh, it, uh, it makes it a lot of fun for me to cover this team, uh, to see the response from the listeners. So huge shout-out to everybody that tunes in. Uh, just a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Dean Evason made some interesting comments after the uh, or before the game against the Coyotes, uh, and uh, Judd Zolgad, uh, kind enough to put them in tweet form for me. Uh, Judd's tweet, let's summarize what Evason made clear to the TNT crew. Number one, nobody is extending their shifts and putting themselves above the team. Boy, that sounds like somebody in particular, doesn't it? And number two, every player wearing a wild jersey has a voice. Hmm, sounds like buyouts created a buy-in. That's very interesting that those points get brought up because we had a return. And I don't know if Jordan Greenway is a player that would do something like this, but we saw Greenway return to the lineup and he was put immediately on the fourth line because we've had success with the Fiala line and with Fiala occupying his spot on that line. And maybe in the uh, the last couple of years, if that would have happened to a player or two in particular, uh, you would have seen a little bit more of a vocal response, more vocal frustration. But those players in particular are not on this wild team uh, anymore. I, I mean, we saw one, I think, who is mentioned pretty uh, pretty obviously in those remarks. We saw one of them, you know, handle a demotion to a lower line than uh, he was used to playing 
um, throughout his career, it didn't really go well uh, for Zach Parisi. And, you know, I find it interesting that Dean mentions that incident in Vegas in which Parisi stayed on the ice to try to help Marcus Foligno get a hat trick um, in saying that, look, we don't have that on this team. And I think there's something to be said, despite all the stats, despite all the numbers, I think there's something to be said about this team top to bottom buying in to what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, and everybody working uh, to try to help that goal. I think that's why we have not seen this team press with Kirill Kaprizov, um, who is now starting to find the net more frequently. I think that's why we didn't see this team press when uh, Kaprizov and Fiala took um, a handful of games to uh, to get one into the net. We just saw guys like Ryan Hartman and Marcus Foligno step up to fill those shoes. I think that's also why we have seen such faith put in the Sturm Duhame line because those guys are working towards the ultimate goal as well. And uh, if they're playing well, you know, Dean is going to go with the uh, the confident bunch and uh, the other guys are going to cheer for those uh, the, that line to, uh, to succeed and to do well. I think there is something tangible to take from the fact that this team seems to have a tremendous amount of team chemistry, um, great leadership from Jared Spurgeon at the captain spot, and the alternate captains, um, Marcus Foligno and Matt Dumba, are regarded as great leaders for this team too. Uh, I think you can take it all the way up to the top in that there are lofty expectations set on this team, but everybody views them as obtainable and uh, is excited to help try to get to that point um, here this season. And so a team with lesser chemistry probably doesn't win that game at Pittsburgh in which they're trailing by two goals late in the third period. A team that has bad locker room chemistry probably has that losing streak to Seattle and Colorado and instead of stopping it at two games, turns it into three, four, five, six losses in a row. And I think it creates an atmosphere um, that the second part of that quote is very telling. The um, Everybody on the team has a voice. It creates an environment in which everyone feels comfortable because if there is anything that, uh, that happens, um, it can be dealt with as opposed to kind of lingering and festering and leading to something bigger coming later. So, yes, the Wild have had plenty of results on the ice that have been very tangible and have been easy to pick up and um, and to document. But I think we need to keep in mind some of the untangible stuff as well. And that just speaks to the leadership on this team and uh, and some of the subtractions that were made in the offseason, most notably uh, two of the biggest, uh, most vocal leaders uh, of the last uh, eight years in uh, Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi. Sometimes addition by subtraction is the way that you have to go. And it seems to have been working huge dividends 
for the Wild. And, you know, you look at Suter and Parisi as well. They've got fresh starts, and uh, and things are going relatively well for them as well. So sometimes you make a move like that, and it just works out well for uh, for everybody involved. And that certainly seems to be the case uh, for Parisi, Suter, and the Wild as well. So, yes, we're seeing nights like tonight where the uh, the Wild handle business against the Coyotes and, uh, and make it look um, relatively easy. There will be games that will be more difficult, and that's where having a good chemistry with the team is going to help them stay in those games that they otherwise wouldn't win. We're going to finish up today by taking a look at what to expect from the Vegas Golden Knights. The Wild playing the second of a back-to-back on the road against the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that comes in with a ton of injuries. And so to finish up today, we will preview the Wild and the Golden Knights next here on Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. The Vegas Golden Knights, who come into this game barely above 500 at 7-6, and six, are a mess at this moment. I mean, you look at what they're dealing with with injuries. They're missing Max Pacioretty. Newly acquired Jack Eichel will not suit up for the team for uh, at least uh, the next couple of months. Mark Stone on IR. Nolan Patrick. Zach Whitecloud. William Carlson also out with injury. But uh, those first five guys that I mentioned on injury reserve. So they're not coming back for a while. But, um, you know, dealing with the injuries to William Carlson uh, also not helping either. And so... You're looking at, you know, Jonathan Marcheseau as um, the the focal point for this Golden Knights team, uh, at least through the first 13 games of the season. I mean, you go all the way down to the um, the third and fourth line being a lot of guys that we have not seen uh, playing for the Golden Knights. And, of course, they also have... The change in net with Robin Leonard, who is um, filling in as the starter for Mark Andre Fleury, who was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, Leonard's still a uh, a very capable goalie and has had some good numbers this year, despite the uh, the win loss record for the team not being super good. But here is another opportunity for the Wild to show early that, uh, yes, even though the Golden Knights are down, that the Wild are going to come in, take care of business, pick up another win, and uh, and get that confidence going uh, early on in the season. It would be great if we could see what happened against the, um, the New York Islanders, what happened against the Arizona Coyotes, what happened against Vancouver, where the Wilds come in, get an early lead, and are able to hold on or are able to win comfortably uh, against a team that they should beat uh, coming into tonight's matchup. I think it's safe to say with what the Wild have been doing recently that um, they should be able to win here in this game uh, with the number of injuries that Vegas is having to deal with. Also with the history that the Wild have against 
the Vegas Golden Knights uh, over the course of their franchise's short history. And also the fact that Alex Tuck was traded to Buffalo as part of the Jack Eichel trade. So no more Alex Tuck scoring against his former team. It seemed like he did so every game. And so I I have a good feeling that we are going to see the Wild once again come away with a win uh, against a depleted Golden Knights team. And uh, that would set them up perfectly for a uh, potential for the homestand finisher against the, uh, for the road trip, I should say, finisher against the Seattle Kraken because you look a little further down the schedule for this wild team and uh, they have an absolute meat grinder coming up next weekend. On the 20th and 21st, they play at the Florida Panthers and then play at Tampa Bay. So that is going to be a huge test for the Wild that weekend. But uh, between then, they definitely have some winnable games uh, for um, for them to, you know, I'm just even looking at the schedule. Uh, after uh, tonight's game against Vegas, they play at Seattle Saturday, then home against San Jose on Tuesday, home against Dallas on Thursday. So you could be talking about a team that is, you know, 11 or 12 and 4 by, uh, by that point before those two big ones against the Panthers and the Lightning. All about just taking care of business and continuing to try to stack up these games in which the Wild get an early lead and they don't allow teams to hang around. That's the biggest thing. That's one of the Achilles heels I think we've seen from this Wild team so far this year is the propensity to let teams hang on and uh, and hang around and make games tougher than they should be. So... Can the Wild get out to an early one or two goal lead and put a Vegas team away that knows that they're coming in shorthanded? And so they're going to they're gonna give it what they've got, but it's not going to be as much as they would have been able to previously. And as, as weird as it's probably going to sound, no Alex Tuck for the Golden Knights I think is a huge factor because that former Minnesota Wild player scoring against the Wild curse is real. That is a tangible thing, and we've seen it happen time and time again. So, Wilds taking on the Golden Knights tonight. It looks as though I'd be shocked if Cam Talbot didn't start with Capo getting the front end of the back-to-back. You keep Cap, uh, Talbot fresh for uh, tonight's matchup against Vegas. So, it would shock me if he doesn't play tonight. And I think we're going to see those same line combinations with Jordan Greenway on that fourth line with uh, Rem Pitlick and uh, Nick Bugstad. Um, I think that's what we'll see. And, uh, yeah, until those first couple of lines start to struggle again, there's no need for uh, for line tweaks. And hopefully we get a little bit of a bounce back from the third line, uh, the Sturm, Duhame, and um, Hartman line, because those guys, as we mentioned, were great against the Islanders. So hopefully they step it up and are able to have a little better performance against Vegas. And hopefully by this time tomorrow, we're talking about a win for the Wild to get them to 10-3 and on the season. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see at puck drop what is in store for the Wilds in this game. 
That is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. But we do have a special guest. Had teased it for today, but actually it is tomorrow. We will be joined by Iowa Wild forward Will Bitten to uh, discuss how the Iowa season is going so far, as well as uh, some of the things that Will uh, enjoys doing off the ice. A little bit of a getting to know Will Bitten coming for you tomorrow on Locked on Wild. We'll also be talking to Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting um, as his 2022 draft board continues to expand. Uh, we'll see how players are doing, who's up, who's down. Uh, so take a look for that coming up tomorrow on Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen is done for the day, make sure to head to Locked on NHL uh, to get the full recap on everything going on throughout the league, including information about the Anaheim Ducks and uh, the situation that they are currently watching unfold. Um, that is uh, going to be a heavy topic, I'm sure, uh, of discussion for Locked on NHL. So make sure to check out Locked on NHL wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild as well wherever you listen to podcasts. All over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We've got content coming to you in all capacities all throughout the week. And to keep you up to date as much as possible on the Minnesota Wild, we've got new episodes coming out every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.